<clears throat> Welcome to the Positive Sports Podcast. I'll be your host this afternoon, Ed Montana. Alongside me today, as always, one of my favorite people on the planet, my brother Alex. Alex, how you doing, buddy? I feel special now. You are special. I am. Yes, I am. I am. No, you are. Very. Well, <laughs> that might be pushing. You're special too, by the way. Thank you. Yeah. I agree. So They don't call me special, Ed. <laughs> Beat you to it. As long as you didn't participate <laughs> in the class, you're all right. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Well, <clears throat> uh, this episode is going to be a little bit different. We're not going to talk a whole lot about sports. Hey, there's not that much going on. But really, it just feels... Uh, I mean, it. I'm, I'm going to just come out and say it. It feels wrong to talk about sports right now. Um, with what our country is going through... What's happened over the last week in uh, in Minneapolis? Um, sports just don't feel that important to me, and I, I think you feel the same way. It's a it's an incredible time in our history, um, and I, I it is it's it's it it feels it feels eerie. Yeah, I mean, I, I really eerie is really the only word. That I have for what this all feels like. Um, <clears throat> you know, as everyone knows by now, it was a week ago, right? Yep. That uh, four Minneapolis cops were arresting a man by the name of George Floyd, who happens to be from Houston. That's right. Um, and during that arrest, there's, an, there's a pretty long video of a police officer burying his knee in the guy's neck and eventually George Floyd died. Now there's some controversy as to whether he died from asphyxiation or other health problems but regardless I think we can all say that the knee on the throat played a significant role. Mm -hmm. Three officers were detaining him. One officer was standing by pretty much ensuring that the crowd that had gathered around didn't become involved. Mm -hmm. And we've had <clears throat> an insane number of riots. Uh, riots, which this has kind of surprised me. We've had riots in every major city in this country, I think. And even now there, there have been protests, mostly peaceful protests, thank goodness, around the world uh, asking for justice for George Floyd. Um... Let's start at the beginning. What were your thoughts when you saw the the video that came out last week? Well, I mean, it was it was uh, rather disturbing. I mean, it's clear as day what was happening. Look, I'll start off by saying that uh, although you know this podcast doesn't have a enormous following. We have some following, but we don't have a gigantic following. But, uh, you know, we, we kind of talked about it over the phone before me coming here and doing the show. You know, what do we want to talk about? Do we want to talk about it? It's, it's a very sensitive topic and all this. Uh, but we are we gave ourselves this platform. And I think it's only right that, you know, we talk about this um, because this is my platform. This is your platform, and our voices are important. We may not be out there marching, 
but maybe maybe we'll spark an idea for somebody. Maybe uh, you know this could provide something to someone, uh, and you know. But this is our platform, and you know we definitely should be talking about this right now, and not and not sports. I agree. I mean, the video is is like I said. It's just the first thing that came to mind was you know it's it's clear what was happening <laughs> like there's nothing else you can he's killing him he's just laying on top of him and you know he's, he's killing him so you know this this obviously is it's just been going on for too long man like i don't even want to talk about the video i just want want to really express how you know how i feel it's it's very disturbing for me actually i, I don't like what's going on but i almost dare to say that it is necessary what's going on uh black people just want to be heard they, they want to be heard and they're not the ones doing uh you know all of this looting it's everybody's doing it black white whoever everybody's doing it and that part is not right but you know and for the ones that are just protesting uh peacefully they just want to be heard. That's it. They just want to be heard. And it's time that, that, that we hear them. White people, we need to hear them. We, everybody needs to listen. And it, it just comes from, from the higher uppers, man. If, if they're not willing to change, then, then we're never going to change. We, we don't, you know, I, I, I think what we need to do <clears throat> or what needs to happen is there needs to be an overhaul of the way our police system works. Um, I under look. I understand. No, I take it back. Just like I don't understand the plight of a black person in this country, I don't understand the plight of a cop on a on a regular shift. It's an incredibly difficult job. It's incredibly stressful. But those officers need better training. There needs to be better training. There needs to be better screening as to who's becoming a cop. And there needs to be an overhaul of the entire system of our police force. You cannot have people with checkered pass continuing to run the streets and have the authority that police officers have. You just yeah. can't do it. Um, this gentleman, <clears throat> the one who <clears throat> has his knee on George Floyd's uh, neck, you know, he's had several complaints of his use of force. So this is a guy that needs to be weeded out earlier in the process so that he doesn't get to this point. Or... He, he needs to be counseled, right? Either shape up or ship out. And, and that's not happening in our legal system. And here's the thing that <clears throat> I find kind of outrageous. Because putting your knee on a guy's neck in order to get him cuffed, I understand. Again, I don't know all the ins and outs, but that makes sense to me, right? You're trying to gain control of a suspect. You have to put the handcuffs on him for his safety and yours. Okay. But at some point, someone had to teach this guy or should have taught this guy or maybe he should have just fucking known, right? You can't have your, 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 your knee on a guy's neck for eight minutes 
And I know time kind of gets away from you, but at one point he looks pretty relaxed with his knee in the guy's neck. Now, this gentleman ended up dying. But the very real consequence could have been a broken neck. I mean, <clears throat> a broken neck is a very, very serious life-altering injury, right? Could have ended up paralyzed. I mean, he got the worst outcome possible, George Floyd did, right? He ended up passing away. But there were a lot of other possible outcomes that were also very, very dangerous and very, very permanently damaging to this person. So whatever the policy is on subduing a, 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 subduing a suspect, some things need to be changed because that, whether that's taught in the Minneapolis PD in their policies and procedures manual or taught by taught to police officers around the country, at some point, the preservation of life and just quality of life, right? You don't want to injure the guy to the point where he ends up with a broken neck and ends up paralyzed. I mean, that's why I say there has to be a massive overhaul because we're outraged by this one. But trust me, there are other ones where the outcome was not death, but it was a broken neck, but it was a paralyzed suspect or whatever it may have been, right? Brain damage from lack of oxygen to the brain. I mean, there's a lot of things that could seriously, seriously go wrong by doing this. And in some, and again, this is all part of the overhaul that I feel needs to happen in our police departments around the country. And I'm not saying that I'm not saying that all all police officers are bad or all police officers do stuff like this. But if that's in any manual, it needs to be it needs to be taken out. We need to find a better way, right? Well, I mean, we, we also need uh, some type of, you know, they, there needs to be consequences for their, for these cops' actions, you know? But, I mean, and, and you know, uh, racism is is so alive right now with these cops. You know, I see videos where there's a white guy wielding an axe and the cops don't tase him, don't shoot him, don't bum rush him to take him down or nothing, right? You see these terrorists that go shooting up schools and, uh, you know, shooting up workplaces and they're white and if they don't, haven't already killed themselves, they're being taken out in handcuffs. They're not being dragged on the floor. They're not being tackled. They're being taken out, walking. Some of them, they even put on bulletproof uh, vest on them while they're taking them out. But black people are not getting treated like that. They're just not. It's and crazy. and it's it's uh it's it's pretty unfortunate that we're having to see this. Uh, and and let me let me correct one thing. You said racism is alive and well. I'm tired of hearing that we need to stamp out racism. We don't need to stamp out racism. We need to stamp out racist. Right. We need to stamp out the people that are doing this shit. I am tired of being anti-racism. It's time to be anti-racist. I am not... I am against people that practice racism. Right. I'm against it. And... I don't want those people in any kind of position of power. I don't want them in the police force. I don't want them in our government. I don't want them. I don't want them anywhere. I want them to to to, to live in the boonies by themselves. 
If you can't be part of a loving, growing community, then go out and live in the sticks by yourself. You want to be a racist? Go right ahead. Go park yourself in some wooded area by yourself and, you know, get Amazon to deliver your groceries and just don't come out. Just stay out there. But, you know, it all starts at the top, man. You know, it's no different than you and your wife and how you raise your kids, right? They're not going to know what's right, what's wrong. It's got to come from you, from the parents, right? You guys got to teach your kids from from when they're little, right? Yeah. So this is no different. It starts at the top. It starts with the president, and then you work. Your, it's, it, this all has a domino but effect. But it's everyone's so, responsibility. Right, but if we don't have the, the guy who is in charge of a whole country, 50 states, telling us what is right and what is wrong... I mean, I we, we, but, can't, but, we can't, we can't, then, then, then we're never, then we're never going to learn. But I don't need. And not only us, but the people that, the racists in the government and the police force and all that. I don't need, here's, here's my problem with that statement. I don't need our president to tell me to be anti-racist or to not be a racist or to not act in a racist manner. I don't need that. I'll tell you what we do need. We need people to go out and, you know, we only vote a majority of the people in this country. A majority of the people in this country do not vote, right? Mm-hmm. And the people that go, the numbers that go out and vote every four years for president is, I mean, I don't know what the number is, but it's got to be 10 times the number of people that go out and vote on the other three years. And you know who gets elected the other three years? Senators and representatives who make laws, but also mayors, council members that run small cities and communities, constables, district attorneys, all of those people in our legal system. We need to go out and vote every year. And just like we have whatever it was, uh, 55 million people that went out and voted for the presidential election, we need 55 million people to go out and vote when it's not a presidential right, election. Right, but Ed, People got to go out and vote all the time and get the right people in, in these positions of power. Yeah, no, absolutely. But I don't need my president to, you know, to, to tell me when he's going golfing either. Because, because that's, that's, as a president, I don't, I, I mean, as, I don't need him to tell me when he's going golfing and all that shit. That is super irrelevant because of his position. It really oh, absolutely. is. Okay. Absolutely. So we again, we need it to start with him and then it'll all trickle down to where, you know, people, the governors, the mayors and all that will follow suit. But if we have a clown ass president making clown ass tweets, then 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 there's going to be no there is no order. It's got to start at the top. And Alex, and but and, and I agree with you. Don't get me wrong. I, I don't want this to, to sound like I don't agree with you. I agree. Everyone has a level of responsibility. His may very well be the greatest. But don't you think part of the problem in, in Minneapolis was the fact that it took a, it took four days to get that guy behind bars? Sure. Yeah. Well, okay. That was, you know who was responsible for that? The DA. You know who you know who you know who appoint you know how that DA got his job? Through an election 
in November. And it wasn't in November of 2016. And it wasn't in November of 2012 or 2008, right, when we voted for president. It was some other year. That guy got his job that way. So, so yeah, we have a responsibility to go out and vote every fucking right. year. Yeah, yeah, and no, you know I what? That, but it, it, this, again, it, this happened. This happened in uh, April. It happened in May of an election year. I wonder if we'll see a bump in November at the polls compared to four years ago. I bet you we don't. And that's a sad commentary. That's what I'm saying. This is this is my platform, right? I'm saying you got to go out and vote. You got to go out and vote every year. You got to educate yourself on all the candidates for all the different positions, for council member, for mayor, for governor, for all that stuff. Get the right people in charge so that so that we start to because we can't wait to do to make a change every 4 years. We can't it's coincidental, right, that that it happened in an election year. We can make a change this year. But what if it had happened next year in 2021? Are we going to wait till 2024 to make a change? Fuck no. We got to make a change every year. We got to change the mentality that runs this country to make it an all-inclusive place where everyone, we're not all created equal. We are all equal, period. It's not at creation. It's throughout our lives, right? The, 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 the Constitution says all men are created equal. I agree. But it seems like at some point, people in positions of power said, we're all created equal, but by the time we're adults, those people are not equal to us. This and, is... that's, and, that's, and that's the mistake. We need to be not only created equal, we need to live as equals. Does it really say men or does it say men and women? Uh, I don't remember. Huh. I, I, I really don't know. I do know it says created equal. Oh, okay. And you know, quite frankly, if it says all men are created equal, that's wrong. Yeah, it should, it should right? change, right? It said, everyone's created equal. Right. Everyone's created equal, and everyone should get to live equally. Yeah. You know that that's my problem with with, with this whole thing, and and I really, you know, it, it frustrates me that come November, we'll have fifty five million people in this country vote, which will be less than half of the people that are eligible to vote mm-hmm. in this country. And I think it's a sad commentary. And look, we need to make changes. And and we need to we need to we need to make changes at every single level. You know, we need to from a from a police system, that system needs to get reviewed. Every every single police department in this country needs to go back and review their policies and procedures manual. And quite frankly... How does that start? Well, it starts with the police chiefs, right? That they've got to put the directive in to say, this is a priority, this is what we're going to do. We're going to, we're going to review our policies and procedures manual. And, and, who, and who runs them? Who runs who? The police chiefs. I think, I think you vote for police chief. Do you? I think... They, well, we vote for... Here in Texas, we vote for constables. They're technically the police chief of their particular precinct. Mm. I mean... I don't know. I really don't know. You're part of the problem. Get yourself informed. I ain't part of the problem. <laughs> but yeah, no. Get yourself informed. Um, yeah, we, we got to do a better job in... And at the end of the day, look, you don't know who the fuck you're voting for. You really don't. Because this is the problem yeah, that I, I have with, politi- with politics, okay? This is... This is I, I, I fucking hate politics. This is the problem. You got good and you got bad. They're going to feed you good when it's time to vote. 
And then when it's time to get into the trenches and come through with your words and what you promised, you don't come through with, you only come through with, you know, two or three things. So, you know, it's, for me, I feel like I'm being lied to the whole time. Yep. Okay? They're not telling me the truth. That and they're not telling me everything. You know what? I'll take it one step further. I don't think you're being lied to. I think you're being sold a bill of goods. Mm. You're being sold this package, right? And they show you this side. But they don't show you what's inside. Right. And they don't show you what's on the other side. Um, and this side is true. Like this, the, the part I'm showing you right here. This side is, is ugly, actually. Well, it's a picture of me. <laughs> um, this side is true. This is, this is exactly what it is, right? This mug has a picture of me and my name on it. But what I'm not telling you is that on the other side, it's got a logo, yeah. right, of a really cool podcast. And so that's what they do, right? It's all smoke and mirrors. <clears throat> I mean, it's, it's just really an unfortunate situation, man. And, you know, we, uh, me, I, or you, I will, we will never know what it feels like to be black, man. Like, it, it, we won't know. And... Um, I, I assume most of them walk around in, in fear, you know? Yeah. And, and like, again, you have your good cops, you got your bad cops, you got your good citizens, you got your bad citizens. There's Absolutely. good black people, there's bad black people, there's good white people, there's bad white people. But, man, if, 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 if us as people, police, and everybody doesn't see, this has nothing to do with voting, if... Everybody doesn't open their eyes from the president to the governors to the mayors to the constables to the police officers to you to me to you and you what the trend has been the last 25 years 30 years the the first one well I'm going by the first one I can remember is Diallo I'm I'm, what was his name I'm Diallo in in New York when he got Mm -hmm. rung up with 53 shots by the police It's been going on since uh, way before that. Obviously. I mean, year, hundreds and hundreds of years, right? But I'm just talking since I was been alive. I, I was on Twitter and I saw a similar thing where a cop trying to subdue a, 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 a suspect ended up killing him. You know what the year was? Hmm. 1975. What was, well, I mean, what was the cop? What was the suspect? It's irrelevant. The suspect wasn't doing anything. He was no longer resisting. And right. The cop continued on until the guy ended it, up dead. It is important. No, well, the black what? or white it doesn't matter. It does matter. It, it, but it doesn't matter because it matters today, bro. Well, it happens that it was a white cop and a black and, and a black suspect. But my point is, that was forty five years ago. Right. And we got the same shit going on. We're, we're no, like, we're no better today than we were. 45 years ago. Yeah. 45 years ago. My entire life. In my entire life, we have gotten no better. That's sad. It's, think about what life was like. Well, you don't know. But people out there can think about what life was like in 1975. Right? And how much better we live life now. Mm-hmm. Right? We got these freaking little computers in our pockets all the time. You know, everything is better. Medicine, everything, sports, everything. But yet we still haven't figured out 
we we still haven't figured out our police departments haven't figured out how to get a white cop to arrest a black suspect without killing him. Yeah. Forty five years. Does that mean that in twenty sixty five, here we are going to be damn near a hundred doing this podcast, having another conversation about a George Floyd incident? That's that's heartbreaking. It's yeah. heartbreaking to think that we haven't learned anything in forty five years. I don't, you know, I, I don't have, I don't have the words, and quite frankly, I don't have the actions either to give hope to black people in this country. I don't have it, man. I, all I can say is we need to love each other. We need to, we need to live as a community and value everyone equally. And yeah, some people make mistakes and they have to get arrested, right? Okay, it happens. Just like accidents happen. Things are going to happen. But we need to stop. We need to stop letting this happen. We have to stop letting an entire class of people walk around in fear of the very people that are supposed to be protecting them. Right? The policeman's job is to serve and protect. Hmm. Not to knee and kill. Right. It's... And yet we have, and we have, and you know, what do black Amer- what what do black Americans make up? Twelve twelve percent of our population, fifteen percent, something like mm-hmm. that. We have, think about that. We have fifteen percent of our country is afraid of the people that are there to help us, that are there to serve and protect us. That's outrageous. Yeah. To have one person afraid is too much, but to have fifteen percent, that's obscene. I think what would be a good idea, and obviously this would have to start from the state police departments, I guess. Uh, I think what would be a good idea, <clears throat> and, and they have to initiate this, okay? Because, you know, black people are are tired. They're fed up. I mean, plain and simple, right? Yeah. The bully keeps bullying you for years and years. At some point, you're going to get up and say, no, you know what? I'm, I'm going to put my foot down. But this this plan of action would have to come from the state police. They need to reach out to activists and uh, you know community, citizens, community leaders. Yeah, community leaders and you know and and citizens, right? Uh, black citizens, actually of all color, and have a dialogue. Exactly, have an intervention. Talk about it. Just talk about it. Sit and talk about it. And it's got to be all different races in there. But they need they need to hear the side of, of the black person. And they need to hear the side of the white person that is, you know, that is walking alongside the, the, the black people, yeah. you know. Um, and then after that, then you then you... What do you want from us and what do you want from us, you know? And then it just needs to be talked out, you know? Because like that, feelings will be expressed and you'll take them a different way. See, right now, you you know, feelings are being expressed, but they're violent-like, right? right? It's just shouting at this point because it's it's filled with anger. Exactly. And not everybody. I've seen a lot of videos, right, of people, you know, black people bringing cops in Pittsburgh water, 
so right, but the majority is yes, yelling and cursing, and uh, you know, it, so it, there just needs to be a dialogue and just just talk it out because again, these guys, these these black people just want a a voice. They just want to be heard, but right now, this is the only way they can be heard. Yeah, I mean. And, the it, and the part that's really unfortunate about these rallies is the looting and, and the destruction of businesses and things like that. That to me, you know, that, that to me diminishes the voice of what we're trying to accomplish. If we're trying to get to a point of peace, if we're trying to get to a point of respect for people's lives, then you can't have a subset going out there and looting, right? And... I'm sure it's made worse by our incredibly high unemployment numbers right now, right? There's a lot of people that are struggling, and, and I understand that. But the looting and whatnot, that doesn't help. That doesn't help the situation. I, I feel really bad for those cities that have to experience that. Because, look, people think it's, people think it's oh, they're just going to break in and steal some shit. There's a lot of violence that goes on as well. There's a lot of people out there getting hurt. Right, oh, yeah. and and that's unfortunate. And sometimes it's the peaceful protesters that are getting hurt. You know what? That would be a good way to weed out the looters, right? You take these, you know, you get these protests. Like if tonight, right, you have a group of protesters in wherever in New York, and the chief police says, you know, who wants to talk? Come with us. Right? right, come with us and we'll talk, have an honest dialogue. And let's say a bunch of people, you know, go with 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 with, with the right, with the police department. Come to town hall. I mean, you could weed out the looters right there. It would be so easy to weed them out, right? Because whoever's not there to do their due diligence of protesting, non-violent protesting, right? They're gonna they're not gonna go. Yeah, they're gonna stay behind. They're gonna stay behind, right? They want to party. Well, you fucking get rid of those people like that. I mean, I don't know. It just something needs to happen, but I, it needs to come from the people in charge. It, I it, I, I think it needs to come from everyone. I think everyone. Well, yeah, everyone has, everyone to, do has part, to do their but, part. I think we, you know, <clears throat> look, we're a couple of Hispanic guys. Um, we live out in the suburbs. We live a pretty nice life. We need to be as outraged. As black people in the inner city that, that that are going through this trauma with policemen, we you know everybody needs but Ed, to do their part. But look, everybody needs to everybody needs to stand up and say this is what we need from our police departments. But the peaceful protesters are doing that, so now right. they have nothing else left to do. So now the 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 people in charge need to step up. And I'm it's tired. And then. quite frankly, I'm tired of seeing a police chief talking to the community. I need everybody talking to the community, right? There's there's a hierarchy in the police department. It's not just the police chief. There's lieutenants and sergeants and all that other stuff. And all of those people need to be out there talking to the community and trying to figure out how we can all live together peacefully. There's just, there's huh? I mean, I, I just don't know how much more clear it needs to be that we need to, we need to reform relationships between police and communities now today you know what immediately. else immediately you know what else i think would help and i'm not i'm not advocating for for these people to be forced to do anything okay they have their rights if they don't want to they don't have to mm -hmm. but it would be nice and i think it would help 
these protests go a little more smoother, their voice, their platform would help immensely. Again, I'm not saying they should be forced to. They can do whatever they want to do, protest however they want to protest. But athletes, celebrities, movie stars, TV stars, if you're in a different bracket and you have a platform, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, yep. and I look at your bio and you have 1 million plus followers, 10 million followers, 20 million followers, 30 million followers, 40 million followers, I think it would be beneficial for everybody, the people protesting, the police, to see you support if you can wear uh, I can't breathe T-shirt at, M- at at a shoot around before the uh, at warmups during uh, an NBA game. If you can use your Instagram, Twitter, social media to post a, a, a you know to write something about social injustice, seeing you out there will help so much. I mean, it would and it would and I would dare to say that it would make it a peaceful protest. You know, and just your presence alone, you don't have to march every night to like three in the morning, but rotate, whatever. I don't care, but go out there and speak up because when I hear an athlete say I'm more than just an athlete right now is the time to show us and everybody show everybody, show your people, show, show everybody that you're more than just an athlete and voice your opinion you have more power than any other of these protesters out there. They're going to listen to you, you know? And so I think that would be something good to see. You know, I think it would it would kind of elevate the spirit of, of the people. It would ease tensions a little bit, which I think is really important right now. And again, I'm not saying you have to. You know, these these celebrities, you know, again, they live a different lifestyle, whatever. It's all good. I'm not putting no pressure on them. I'm not saying they should be forced to, but I think it would be helpful. To be fair, uh, working at home today, I've had ESPN on all day. And all day they've been talking about different athletes who are in these protests. Mm. Uh, I think uh, Jalen Brown in Boston. Yes. Uh, the kid from Ohio State that got arrested. Uh, Enos, couple, Enos Cantor. Enos Cantor. Uh, a couple of Pacers. With Haslam. You see players in the in the German league yes. wearing armbands that, that said you know justice for Floyd, um, t-shirts. Uh, Israel Adesanya, UFC champion, was involved in a march in, in New Zealand today. So you are seeing a lot. Of, I'm seeing a lot of athletes, but that's because I watch Sports Center all the time. I don't know about celebrities, you know, movie, TV. But everyone needs to be. Everyone needs to get involved. It, it, I I agree with you. It, you know, our elected officials have a very big responsibility to us at these in these trying times. But I really do feel like it's that it is a it is a responsibility of the people to push for this as much as possible. And uh, you know, we need to we need to come together as a country. We need to come together as a people. No matter what your race, color, or creed is, we need to come together and find a way to live in this great country of ours together, peacefully. And I, for one, am anti-racist. I don't want any racist in any position of power. I don't want them to be my neighbor. 
I don't, I, I just don't want it. I don't want it as part of my life on a day-to-day basis. I don't want it as part of our country. I just don't. This is the greatest country on the planet. I absolutely 100% convinced of it. And we have no more room. We have no more room in this country for racists. And we have no more room in this country for racist activity. And we have no more room in this country for racist ideology. Go away. It's just that simple. Yeah. Yeah. Just that simple. All right. You got anything else? Nah, I, I, I don't. This has been a... It's been a tough week. Watching it all on the news every day has been very difficult. It has, um, man. My Twitter feed has been nothing but, you know, everything that's going on. With, and, and rightfully so, you know. And I'm like, it just felt weird because usually sad. my Twitter feed is all about sports. Yeah. And, there, you know, I, I haven't tweeted that much. And and I, it's it's uh, it just feels, it just doesn't, it's just not right what's happening uh, so not not the protests. I'm fine with the protests. It's just I'm fine social injustice. Protests. Social injustice is not right, I and agree. it's been just going on for too fucking long. And and I'm really I'm glad to see some, but I we need to see more, more white people voice voice themselves. I've seen white people step in front of black people that are kneeling. And step up, and you know, in between the them be the white people be the barricade between the cops and the black person. We need to see more of that. If if you're out there, then I'm gonna assume you're out there for a good cause. Then we all need to speak up. Yeah. Because I'll tell you what, there's a lot of cops out there, but there's a far more people. And if we all get together, and you know, and I'm saying this like. Like I'm out there. I'm not, I'm not out there, you know. I, I wish I had the courage. I don't have the courage to go out there and march. I, I don't know. I think about a lot of things. Like I think about my wife and I think about my three kids. And knowing the way I am, I, I don't know if I would, I, I don't know what would happen. And that scares me. So I think about, well, what if I go out there and I don't come back home? Now my kids don't have a father and my wife doesn't have a husband. So... I'm over here saying all this, and but I'm not participating, and I don't have the courage to. I, w- I really wish I did. I don't know. Maybe I'll find the courage to and 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 go. But I, you know, it's just There's ways um, to affect change. There's many ways right, to affect yeah. change. And that's why I say this is our platform. We've given ourselves this platform, and it, you know, it's it's only right that we, you know, express our opinions today and. Uh, you know, just say how we feel and what we think, and and I hope that everybody who has a platform uses it. Right. Spread positivity, and you know, just you know, let's focus on the good things and what you know what. Let's become a better people. Yeah, better people. Let's become a better people. I need better people in my life. So. I agree. I agree completely. Well, that's it for today. This was not an easy one to do. Um, but as always, we appreciate you guys listening to us or watching us on YouTube, catching us on Podbean, Google Play, whatever platform you choose to um, to consume podcasts. If you uh, want to share your thoughts with us about anything really sports related or even about George Floyd, uh, 
Please feel free to email the show, positivesports10 at gmail.com, positivesports10 at gmail.com. If you want to get a hold of my brother Alex, you can reach him on Twitter at BrooklynGaucho1. Uh, if you want to get a hold of me on Twitter, you can do so on Twitter as well. Did I say that twice? Yes. Uh, at emontana21 on Twitter as well. As well. <laughs> as well as Twitter. On Twitter. As well as Twitter. Sorry. <laughs> Gotta have a little levity, right? Uh, with that, can't wait to see uh, see you guys again <clears throat> next week. As always, folks, ignore the negativity. Be the positivity. One love. Peace.